I'm Kyle Northcott. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Catherine Sherrod, a beekeeper, joining me from College Station, Texas. Catherine, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks Kyle. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me a bit about what it's like to be a beekeeper and what kinds of things you actually do at work? Sure. So first, um, I'm a part-time beekeeper right now. I um, stay at home with my kids and kind of got into beekeeping as a hobby, but kind of quickly discovered that um, you can make um, you can make some money and uh, with keeping bees, and that there are people out there that it is their full-time job. So, um, so first of all, I think beekeeping is a lot of um, hard work just like any animal, or in this case, um, an insect, my job as the beekeeper is to make sure that they have the best chance to survive. So depending on the time of year, some of those tasks might look like giving the bees more space, reducing their space, feeding them sugar water, monitoring the colony for diseases, making sure the queen bee is laying eggs properly. Um, So those are kind of the daily tasks that people do to keep bees, but Lots of people keep bees for different purposes. And so some of those are pollinating crops around the country, selling honey, um, selling actual bees to new beekeepers, raising queen bees, or offering educational classes. So most people have to do like a combination of all those things to make a living. Um, But uh, another reason kind of like what I enjoy about beekeeping is some of the more environmental um, purposes without bees, like our kind of global food supply. So, you know, we, we all eat food every day and we eat a variety of foods that could not be there without bees because bees pollinate those crops. And so um, I think it's kind of cool to be a tiny little part of trying to help our world be able to sustain, you know, more and more people being born and more and more people needing food and, and bees making that food happen. Cool. So did you consider other jobs or careers before this one? And can you tell us a bit about the path you took to become a beekeeper? Yeah. um, So I went to college um, to be a teacher. And so before I had kids, that's what I was doing. And um, so when I, uh, my husband and I purchased this, the the land that we live on, we needed to uh, have some sort of ag exemption for that. And so I, um, literally knew nothing about bees and jumped in head first and bought seven, seven packages of bees. And it was a rough start because I didn't know what I was doing, but, um, joined a bee club, local bee club in town and got some mentors who really helped me get started to becoming more of a successful beekeeper. Cool. So what do you like most and least about your job? Um, okay. So what I like most about my job is it's, it's just, there's always something to learn. Every time you open up a box of bees, there's going to be a new observation. There's going to be, um, the bees are going to be doing something different. And I get to kind of think critically about, okay, these bees are smarter than me. They, they know what they're doing, but how can I help them accomplish, you know, our common goal of, of, of having bees that thrive. Um, so that's probably my favorite, um, part of my job because it, I just get to learn so much. It also has helped me learn more about my local environment. Before I kept bees, I didn't know what plants were growing on the side of the road and what weeds are important and what weeds aren't. And 
And after keeping bees, I know like, hey, there's a yopon holly that's that's blooming and that's a great nectar source for my bees. Um, so I got to learn a lot about the flora of, of my city and my town. Um, and my least favorite part of beekeeping is probably um, harvesting honey. It's, you harvest honey in Texas in about in July. So it's very, very hot. It's very, very sticky because honey gets all over you, messy and um, just a lot of hard work to get the honey. The bees aren't happy that you're taking their honey. And so that's probably my least favorite part of my job. So what le level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? Um, so you definitely don't have to have any sort of formal um, degree um, to be a beekeeper. Um, but I have a bachelor's degree in history and a master's degree in education um, personally. But I think if you were someone who was really interested in becoming a beekeeper, um, my suggestion would be get a part-time job or volunteer with a beekeeper in your area and get that hands-on experience. And then if you're wanting to, to make a go of it as a business, um, studying business and knowing how to understand profit and how to understand just valuing your product and things like that would be really helpful if that was something you wanted to do full-time. Hmm. So what's the long-term earning potential? So long-term earning potential, it's like a huge, huge range. Someone like me, who's a part, very part-time beekeeper, you know, I make between five and $8,000 gross a year. So definitely not enough to uh, sustain a living, but a full-time beekeeper um, that are keeping 30 to 40,000 hives, they can earn hundreds of thousands of dollars. So Really, beekeeping is one of those careers where you could make as little as thirty and forty thousand dollars, and up to. I think I did a little research that probably the most successful beekeepers make into the five hundred to six hundred thousand dollar mark. Wow, it's a lot. It's a lot, but those people have worked very long and hard to get to that place. Most most beekeepers do not make that that amount of money. Yeah. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work work week more or less? Um, so my job or this, this part-time job is very seasonal. So from March, starting about right now to May, I probably spend about 20 hours a month doing beekeeping, maybe a little bit more, but on average, probably about 20 hours a month. And from June to October, I probably spend about 10 hours a month um, managing the bees. And then November through February, when it's cold here, um, I, I spend very little time doing any beekeeping. I'm mostly just on a very warm day, checking to make sure the bees are still doing okay. So maybe three to four hours um, a month during those winter months. Sounds really nice. Yeah. yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? So I think um, if you're a young person and you're interested in bees, um, I would get on the internet and Google bee clubs in your area. And so most places, most cities, most, most anywhere has people that keep bees. And usually when that happens, there's some sort of club or association. And so I would uh, join that club and go to the meetings and just ask around, hey, would you be willing to show me your bees and could I come help or something like that, because I think beekeeping is uh, kind of like in a lot of careers like plumbing, electrician, HVAC. It's, it's a real hands-on career that you can't just um, 
read about it in a book and be proficient. So I would encourage a young beekeeper to get involved in their local bee community and um, spend as much time in hives as you can. Cool. Knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? I think nothing dramatic um, since it is more of a part-time job for me, but I think it would have been really fun to start keeping bees as a younger person. I know our uh, club here in um, Bryan College Station, we have a youth program where we provide students with all the tools, education, and supplies needed to get started in beekeeping, and they can apply for scholarships and and be involved in different levels of beekeeping in the state of Texas. And so I think that would have been really neat as a young um, teenager to be a part of. Mm. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? I think probably my best advice would be, I would encourage kids to really try out lots of things and not be scared to fail and try again or move on to something else. You really don't know what you're going to love until you try it. And I think lots of kids spend time, not that these things are bad, but playing video games and watching TV and those things are, have its proper place, but those aren't going to challenge you and teach you what trying a new hobby or learning a new language or all the things that the world has to offer. So I would encourage kids to try out lots of things, not be scared to fail and know that probably the good things in life take a lot of dedication and work. And so um, to just be willing to get in there and not give up when it gets hard. Awesome. Thanks, Catherine. Time for the joke of the day. What do you call it a sad strawberry? Um, I have no idea. A blueberry. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to tell my kids after. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.